0: Welcome back, y'all. Cross the Streams podcast, reading out loud episode. I think we're on episode five overall of season five. This is the third edition um, of our reading out loud segment where I take content from my medium articles uh, and give you on your quick run down to the store on your quick journey, taking your kids to and from their latest school or athletic activity or just a, a drive through town, read you the read you the content and hopefully drive you to uh, digesting it in the written form. But really appreciate all the good feedback we've got on these segments. It's been fun. It's been fun uh, reading out loud for the first time besides to my kids, but also getting uh, to, to engage in discussions about some of the stuff I've written in the past. Before we get into our latest one, which is going to be uh, on benefits of weaving, I did want to follow up with last week's Calling Men In segment, We had uh, our original lineup, myself, uh, Carly Rohner from the Oregon Attorney General Sexual Assault Task Force, and Jeff Matsushita from the Idaho Coalition Against Sexual and Domestic Violence, had them in on our calling men in uh regular time about once a month for those episodes and we are really diving into um a shirt that i bought from a company called she is not your rehab and we wanted to we explained on the episode uh all of our reacts to that slogan and that symbol we kind of gave you some background out of the company uh started by a samoan born in new zealand barber uh he and his wife of this whole company based around the concept that men have to stop pushing their healing on to others, the responsibility of that healing is their own to take on. And too often, we put women uh, and other people in our lives in the role of, "Hey, you take care of me. You help me heal. You have to be here. Your body, your time, your effort, your emotion." Uh, we really dove into the fact that it's on men to heal. Now, in saying all that, I wanted to come back this week and give everyone before this reading out loud episode some actual action steps that you can take towards that concept of healing yourself. Um, I really thought to myself after the episode aired and I was thinking about what we mentioned, I love all of our discussion points, but then I felt myself slipping into dad Kip uh, who likes to yell at his kids to eat their vegetables and then walk away or go to bed and walk away or keep it down and walk away, not really dive into the actual ways I want that to happen and make sure that it does happen, or even slipping into my coaching kit profession where you know every coach in America says take care of the ball, but the actual plan and the steps to doing that is much more intricate than just yelling out no turnovers, uh, so I felt like I did that to you a little bit on the last podcast, so I wanted to give you three recommendations uh, on things and ways, if you're out there, especially if you're a man listening to this, you're like, you know what, Kip, I, th- I agree with you, I really do have some stuff that I need to take uh, responsibility for and I need to take on the challenge of how do I go about healing myself. So I'm going to give you a book, an app, and a website. Um, everyone out there, I, I couldn't support the, the idea of therapy more. I've been in therapy for a decade now at least. And, and I know my I was lucky enough to find a therapist I have a really good connection with. And he's been with me through a lot in my life. Um, and I couldn't recommend it more. But if you don't have that capacity currently, or it's a little, uh, a little a bridge too far currently for you, let me give you these. Let me start with a book. Uh, all of us, especially if you're adults, are used to reading and then trying applying. So I want to, I want to mention a book that Jeff actually put me onto. I want to give Jeff Mattesida. A shout out for this recommendation, a book that's been really powerful during the pandemic for me. It's called My Grandmother's Hands, uh, and the author is Rezma Menikum. And you can find out more about Resma and his uh, his work at Rezma, R E S M A um, A dot That's his own personal website. The book itself is on Amazon, it's everywhere. Um, phenomenal book in this groundbreaking novel uh, work. Therapist Rezma Menikum examines the damage caused by racism in America from the perspective of trauma and body-centered psychology. And the reason I, I recommend this and the concept of healing is Resma really argues that trauma is a physical, we carry it physically and we can only heal it physically before we try to heal it cognitively. And the book is full of not only historical facts and explaining the history of racial trauma, uh, Cause to black and white bodies in this country, uh, white bodies through the practice of oppressing uh, black and brown bodies and the black and brown bodies from being the, the subject of that oppression. Uh, but it really dives into strategies. There is page after page where where the author, Rezma, walks you through, do this, try this for five minutes, try this for three minutes, try this for 10 minutes. Um, and he really tells you, don't go further in my book if you're not going to use the practices I give you in here to start the healing of the trauma you carry. So my grandmother's hands, um, get it on Amazon, go to the website resmaa.com uh, and order that. That's a great first step to start in learning some quick techniques um, that you can use to start that healing process for yourself. Another one uh, that I use myself, the Calm app. I know a lot of you might've heard of this. It's on, you can find it on Droids, you can find it on iPhones in the I, in the Apple store. Uh, Calm, blue symbol, white cursive writing. Um, and really, as I'm just going to read right off their website, our mission is to make the world happier and healthier. It's the number one app in the world for sleep, meditation, and relaxation. There's breathing exercises, there's sleep stories, there's music, there's, you know, really there's, there's a whole section on there that Kelly and I did on becoming a conscious parent. Uh, if you're a sports nut, LeBron, Jason Kidd, a bunch of people have a lot of meditation and self-talk, uh, segments on here. So the Calm app is another one that you can digest yourself in short a uh, little burst that you can kind of turn into a habit that I think can help you in your healing that you can undertake right now. It's literally your your thumb your thumbprint identification away the call map. Uh, last one that I haven't done but I've heard great things and seen it mentioned across social media is Talkspace talkspace.com um, and it's it's really access to online matching up with a provider of therapy uh, across. All the disciplines you're probably looking at, depression, relationships, anxiety and stress, parenting, childhood abuse, anger management. I mean, they really are covered with licensed providers via this online platform. There's only one over one million Talkspace users. Um, Talkspace.com is really another place. Guys out there, if you like the segment on She Is Not Your Rehab, this is three ways to get started on owning your healing right now. Benefits of weaving. As coaches, our job is to take complicated ideas and concepts and connect them for players into meaning. Advocating for change in our society needs the same. Coach-induced changes in the present are not always indicative of athlete-owned change in the future. Quote from Nick Winkleman in his book, The Language of Coaching. That quote, amongst a myriad of others I have jotted down from deep diving coach Winkleman's book, has activated something in me that I believe many of you coaches reading this have felt before as well. Specifically, an imaginary web forming from the page you are reading to the area in your brain responsible for blasting you with that, aha, over and over again. That moment when something draws your attention and not only grabs it by the horns, but explodes off in a lattice of connection to your life, your family, your sport, and your players. Um, Aside from serving as a ringing endorsement for Winkleman's book, which I've read cover to cover um, and feel exhausted but so excited about the sheer breadth of knowledge he shares, my writing and reading today is not solely about the experience of drawing associations between complex topics to form a single thread. It's also about highlighting the need for that in our coaching and the world we inhabit in general. As a person and a coach, I found that skill or what some people have labeled being a weaver, vital to getting the movement change we want on and off the floor. On the coaching front, all of us in the profession are ultimately in the business of educating our players' decision-making process. We put them through practice, film, and meetings in the hopes of making a majority of the split-second decisions they have to on the court, the right ones. In the same vein, what many of us as people are marching for is a change in choices other humans make and beliefs they champion and the actions they take in concert with those beliefs Science or more specifically Hicks law Tells that the time it takes for a person to make a decision is a result of the possible choices they have to wade through Literally the more options available slows down our ability to make decisions That is where we weavers come in It behooves our players for us to improve at taking multiple concepts and ideas And connecting them into something more discernible For example, the more we show them interconnectedness between where the defender on them is, how the help rotator's chest is oriented, and where their drifting teammate is headed, the better they are at making a decision to kick to the corner. Similarly, in the fight for racial justice, weavers are needed to mesh amongst a bunch of things. The shadow of slavery with the literary literary testimony of the civil rights movement and add the ever-available video content on the social media of today and awaken people to the necessity of the cause overall. Add in the fact that both the sport specific choices we need to win games and the presence of race relations in almost every aspect of life force our players and society into every minute type decision making and you see the necessity for weaving. Let me leave you with a few tools that I believe can enhance your weaving ability. First off, never underestimate the power of a good metaphor. Second, the more knowledge you gather on a subject from various sources, the more opportunities to see the webs you have. Remember the experience that's, remember that experiences drive connection more than knowledge alone. So we both need to stop lecturing so much as coaches and let the kids play. And we need to expand what aspects of our fellow human's world we dip our toes in. Finally, take notes on top of notes, on top of more notes, digital or written. It doesn't matter. When you're typing out what you heard Bakari Sellers say about police brutality while watching LeBron run a screen roll in the playoffs and your spouse is talking about a memo she read at work, you're allowing your thoughts to mix and match with one another. Connection is bound to be birthed from it. Weave on. Taken from Benefits of Weaving, published June 15, 2020, kion.medium.com. Content reminder The opinions expressed on today's episode are those of the hosts and guests alone and should not be viewed as reflective of the opinions of the institutions or employers of the hosts and guests.